Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey everybody, welcome to another Stone series of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McEady. And you guys really um, gave us a lot of questions, almost 400 questions. This is the most we've ever gotten. I was like really shocked. This is insane. And usually we try and go like back and forth asking questions, but Troy and I just said, we're going to just go as crazy as we want and do as many questions as possible. Yeah, so Kelly's going to start from the top and I'm going to start from the bottom and we will make our our way towards the middle of something. So this question is from Katie Stewart. If you had to put each other in a PR relationship, who would you pair the other with? I already know my answer, really. Should I pretend that I don't know it so fast? Who would you pair me with? Kristen Stewart. Well, I was kind of thinking, like, what if we'd switched it a little and made it, like, beards? Oh, okay. Is that what they meant? Hello, I'm already high. I don't oh and by the way I did take I have taken 20 milligram edibles okay I took 25 so we're like on the same way yeah yeah let's do let's just do beards because I feel like PR who would Troy beard for Ooh, beard Troy I would love to see you with Miley Cyrus <laughs> oh how fun we would have so much fun together I would pair you with a nice like a nice soft boy somebody sweet like a you know what i'm gonna go full swifty for you i'm gonna pair you with like tom hiddleston or something like i want to i want to pair you with one of taylor's exes just so you could get the tea that would be beautiful thank you i'd love for you to get wrapped up in all that (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) this is from lauren byram what are the what are the oh i'm high she's already high what are the Kardashians trying to distract us from right now with Chloe changing her baby's name and that Kylie and Timmy video? It seems like there is a scandal brewing. I mean, I think there's always a scandal brewing. I really have no idea. I mean, I'm surprised none of them were like at Burning Man. Like Chris, I'm surprised she didn't like airdrop one of them and be like, just be in the middle of it. Especially Kendall. Right. Yeah. It's like her vibe. We kind of talked about this a little bit in the episode that we just recorded a second ago, but I believe that Kendall's trying to do like a rebrand, um, like a reimagining of like her business too. Cause like she just um, partnered with Acne Studios and did like a clothing line. And it's, you know, I I don't know if it'll work, but I think that she's trying to do like this. 
she's trying to lean into like her version of quiet luxury you know sophia richie kind of vibe and personally i don't think it's working i think it's confusing for people to see kylie in a prairie dress yeah for sure but um as a whole i don't know i mean god they have so many things to distract us from so a few people asked us like different versions of this question the first one i saw was from m stuck if you were a guest on Below Deck, what would be on your preference sheet? What kind of edit do you think you would get as a guest? Then somebody else, I don't I don't have the question pulled up, asked, who would you want as captain, uh, chief stew, and cook? I'm what? <laughs> I am engorged right now. Oh, my God. What a good question. I know. You go first. Preference sheet? Not too spicy. Give me some plain ass food. Um, I would not. <laughs> I would not be the one who's complaining about getting chicken on a yacht. Uh, I would like surf and turf. I like seafood, so I would like some seafood and just like white claws and vodka on deck. Um, I think as a guest, I'd probably just be like drunk. I don't think I'd fight anyone. I don't think I'd like to go down the slide. I think I'd like to enjoy a water toy or two. And that's why, even though I don't like her, Captain Sandy, no matter what is happening, you know the water toys are in the water. They better be out. <laughs> why is the boat out in the water and the water toys aren't? <laughs> so, so for captains, as much as I don't like her, I think I, as I'm not working for her, I'd want Sandy. Yes. Chief Stew, I'd want Aisha. Oh, yeah. And then for the chef, I'd either want Chef Rachel, who was just on, or um, Chef Marcus, who was on Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Either of them. Oh, what a good question. Okay. My preference sheet, it wouldn't be picky, but it would be, I would want, like, an array like i would want a whole bunch of different things i would tell the chef to go crazy <laughs> but i would want the nights to be themed so i would want like a sushi night i would want an asian night i would want like a an italian oh, night that's good i would definitely theme the meals and just say go nuts and like you know make the most comforting version of these different themes but i wouldn't be picky i wouldn't be like you know some people are like crazy on their preference sheet um as far as i mean i think i would just be really high like, I would just be really, really stoned. I'd probably be on some sort of hallucinogen. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I would probably be rolling on something. And as far as what kind of guest I'd be, I think that I'd be really fun. But I also think that I may be one of those guests that um, crosses boundaries and goes downstairs. I'll be honest about that, too. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I actually think I would probably be the same. <laughs> like, I don't know if I could resist going into the kitchen especially because they can't really like be mean right so they would be nice anyway even though they don't want you down there but i think that they'd like me i would be chill i would not be mean and i would not like bully them about anything uh i would need for kate to be my chief stew like it's just you know it's just in the stars for kate and i so like <laughs> i would need her to be there and um, what is that chef's name that talks like Austin Powers and calls everybody darling? Ben. I would love for Ben to cook for me because I actually really like Ben's like food vibe. Um, and then as far as the captain, 
I'm going Sandy. You know, I'm a Sandy girl. <laughs> um, yeah. And that would be it. I would, I would have so much fun though. This question's from Maria. Troy, I need your thoughts on Mary being back on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> well, my aspiration in life. Well, I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited for kooky ass Mary to be back. I think that she adds so much to that show. And when she wasn't there, it just... The kookiness was just missing. She's a kooky, weird lady. And I like weird ladies. I'm very, very excited. And also, like, it's just like, there's something about having a Black woman who doesn't take any shit around people like Whitney. That, like, we need someone like Mary. And even though she's kooky and weird and off her fucking rocker, she does, in a lot of ways, ground the group even though she's really weird so i just like her up against people like that like she's just she's a, a nut job i love her <laughs> um do you ooh, okay do you think oprah's day of reckoning is coming rose mcgowan tweeted about her not being a good person in 2021 but it seems like a slow burn so far she won't get canceled i mean i think everyone deserves to get their day of reckoning especially when they've done the kind of things that oprah has allegedly done i don't think you can like hide that anymore like back in the day for sure but definitely not anymore yeah way more people know about it than don't and it seems like tiktok is turning on her and i just feel like tiktok like really gets a movement going at this point like you can really gauge the the vibe or like the feelings of like the general consensus on tiktok i think better than most places because not everybody is just angry like they are on twitter like they actually are having like well thought out meaningful explanations as to why somebody deserves to be canceled or whatever they're not just like sending death threats and shit you know right and a lot of people are talking about obviously we this is another thing that we discussed in the pop culture episode but you know, of course, people are talking about the Maui fires and how shady it is that she's asking for money. You know, she owns 2,000 acres of this sacred land that she, it seems like she obtained not legally. So, like, that in itself is fucked up. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I already went on a crazy tirade about this, but just the goal of asking people for money is, like, wild to me. This is from Robert Naranjo. You know, I get to mispronounce everyone's last name, not just oh, sure. Ryan Gosling's. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to see get a redemption between Brooke Hogan, Kelly Osborne, Rumor Willis, and Heidi Montag? Give me Brooke Hogan yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Osborne is no good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Kelly needs any sort of redemption, per se. My choice is, I think the clear answer there is... Uh, is Brooke Hogan. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who has been maligned her poor music career. She didn't deserve any of that bullshit. The stop and go, you know, having labels take advantage of her. I just, she has had such a horrific go at trying to be famous. And it's so unfair because she never di really did anything to anyone. She just came from a fucked up family that ruined her dreams like her parents ruined her dreams and her brother right at like, a certain point like the only seemingly normal one yeah right literally up in a palace writing on a piano like rapunzel yeah. 
I just love her. Um, let's see. This is from Georgia Olga Gurr. Um, which celebrities follow you on social media? Um, I have like I have like Macy from Teen Mom. Um, it's mostly like MTV girlies follow me. Mm-hmm. Uh like Lo Bosworth is a big one for me. Macy's a big one. Brody Jenner is a big one. Um yeah, I would say those three are like the and J- obviously like Jemmy from the challenge. That's how we became friends, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, like MTV people. I would say the ones that mean the most to me are also MTV people, but like VJs. Like even though it's like it's whatever for me it's so major that damien follows me on on instagram like i love him i remember when you texted me when caduce followed you and caduce like it's like me my midlife crisis is me pretending i'm a trl vj i mean same that's all we talk about like halfway through a random episode we'd be like you know what mtv is missing you know what mtv could do better those two just like meant so much to me because they are like my they're like the way oprah idolized barbara walters and just like copied her career like that's me and caduce so (laughs) those two are the ones that mean the most this is from shangeline troy we know what kelly's favorite thing you've ever said on the pod calling rob chloe and lamar's bobby christina (laughs) what's your favorite thing kelly has said and then in parentheses it says one of mine is when she said mauricio was marcuccio in (laughs) (laughs) mine was gonna be marcuccio like that was like literally took me out marcuccio she just kept it going i was like i guess we're in a romeo and juliet i don't know (laughs) like you kept saying it the first time you said it it was like you know that 90s ad where the person is like watching like did their like sound system and it blows their hair back and their seat that was me when i heard you say coochie i literally almost fucking fainted (laughs) (laughs) this is a good one this is from caitlin myers any advice for those turning 30 this year Ooh, I love that. I don't know, but when I turned 30, I don't, it was truly like a switch just flipped and I was like, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks of me, Mm -hmm. which isn't totally true, but like, I'm better with it than I used to be. Like, there was just something about me. I'm like, I'm 30 now. Like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And it's time for me to like embrace it. Yeah. There's like a, a, like a bullshit meter that just goes down, 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 down where you're like, just the stuff you care about is like so different. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say for me, and this is why I'm very anti-bullying Jenna Lyons, because when I turned 30, I used to be such a people pleaser with, like, dumb shit, like, going to things I didn't want to go to and, like, being in rooms that I didn't really want to be in for really long periods of time and, like, just doing shit that I don't want to do to make other people happy and I feel like when I turned 30, I I came to this realization where I was like, wait a minute, I can just like leave parties whenever I want and I can leave events when I want and I can say no and I can like, I'm not a bad person because I don't want to do something that we planned four weeks ago, especially if it's like something so minuscule and like not a big deal. Like before 30, that stuff was such a big deal to me. And then I just stopped caring. And now I'm Jenna. I am literally Jenna Lyons. I also think like 
I know when you turn 30, you're like, shit, should I be married? Should I be this? Should I be that? Am I behind? Just try not to think like that. Like, no matter what age you are, everyone's on a different timeline, right? Like, for me, like, I came out at 30. I didn't have, like, my first real relationship till I'm, like, 31. So it just kind of, don't compare yourself. I know that's an easy thing to do, but try not to. I totally agree with that. Especially, like... Because you, there's so much baggage, like, that you don't realize you're carrying from being, like, 20. And then you're like, well, like, I was carrying a bunch of, like, basically teenage shit. Yeah, and I also feel like in my late 20, or, like, 27, 28, I was like, you know, when I was 23, I was really bad. Like, I was, like, really, like, I was drinking too much. I was, like, making poor choices. And then I was like, I was only 23. Right, you're a child. <laughs> you didn't even have a fully formed brain. No, I was just chilling. I kind of miss it sometimes. Me too. <laughs> this is a question for you. As a fellow BSB fan, can we talk about Leanne Luttrell for a minute? I don't really know much about her except for what you've told me. I mean, that's pretty much all I know. Leanne Luttrell is, like, a really huge, like, Trump supporter, and she'll post, like, anti-gay stuff on her Facebook, and she's just always, always there, too. Like, back in 2019, I believe it was, I went to some, like, pop-up show that Brian's son was doing, and the thing was, if you went to the show, you could take a picture with Brian after. That's why I went. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, my mom and I are lining up for our picture, and it's Brian, me, Brian's son, Bailey, my mom. And then all of a sudden, his wife just got in the picture. And my mom goes, oh, no, we're taking a picture with Brian. She goes, I'm his wife. And my mom was like, oh. (laughs) She said, I know. (laughs) My mom's like, oh, uh, why are you here then? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I've also heard on, like, the Backstreet Boy cruises, that all the other guys would, like, hang out with people and just kind of, like, honestly, like, be on a cruise type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, apparently AJ joked Brian has a bedtime because of his wife. Okay. So, yeah. She, are- she's a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's her own Lou Perlman. <laughs> exactly. And she manages Brian's, like, solo career and Bailey's solo career. Their son. Do- do they have fun on those cruises, you think? <laughs> oh, for sure. I want to go. They're actually doing, like, a big Backstreet Boys resort thing in Mexico in April. And I'm like, listen, I might be there. But here's the thing. Are you able, like, okay. Like, would you be able to go on a cruise and just know that they are, like, all around and just, like, be casual about it? Like, how, and they have crazy fans. Like, I don't understand how they're just, like, at the will of their fans on a boat in the ocean. I just think that's crazy. I think when you're the Backstreet Boys in 2018, you're like, no, this is cool. <laughs> uh, right, because they're like ladies now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, see, people still like us. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yes. It's like people with their kids playing. Right. Um, this is from Sh- Sinead Murray. Who would your celebrity friend group be? Like, what's the vibe? And who would your frenemies be? Wow. I don't do frenemies very well. So yeah. I don't think that, like, I would really... I think there are people I could just get along with, but I don't consider that, like, frenemies. Um, I like to think my 
friend group would be like Hillary Burton. Like mm-hmm. like CW girls. But maybe like also like Emma Stone. Like I like her 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 vibe seems fun or Dakota Johnson. I must said fanning. I don't think Dakota fanning. You know that I think your friend group would be uh Cara Delevingne. Yeah, like the girls. <laughs> but I don't think they'd want to hang out with me. <laughs> I could see one of those lesbians becoming a friend of me. Like I in a I think that there's a world where like um what's her name from Glee? Leah Michelle or Diana Agron? I think that like there's a world where like Diana Agron down the line you guys could have like a frenemy moment. Okay, I'm into it. I'll be a frenemy with Diana Agron. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Something messy would take place. Who would you hang I know who you'd hang out with. <laughs> I think that I would in my mind, I would be friends with, like, the New York celebrities. Like, I'd be friends with, like, SJP. I bet me and Andy would be frenemies. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I would get drunk and bring up, like, blowing him in front of people or something. Um, but, I, yeah, I think I'd be in that, like, New York group. And also, I think, truly, in my heart of hearts, I know that my friends would be, like, Kathy Griffin's crew. It would be Kathy Griffin and, like, Jane Fonda and Rosie O'Donnell and, you know, like, people who go to Kathy's house, like, in, like, share. Like, that, like, my friend group would be so gay. For sure. I also think, like, Cher and you could be frenemies for a moment. <laughs> I think I would annoy the fuck out of Cher. I think she called me the F word behind my back. And to your face, then be yeah. like, she'd be like, I don't know what I, I can't say that. <laughs> um, this is from Shea Butter. This is hilarious. What is the most disgusting, foul, rotted thing that you have personally witnessed or done yourself? Oh, one time I went to this guy's house with my friend, and she was engaged, and she was like sleeping with this guy the guy's house we went to and it was like a family Cinco de Mayo party and she like disappeared with him in the bathroom and I just got fucking wrecked off margaritas and like I don't know if that's a foul thing for me to do but I thought that was kind of gross of my friend to like bring me along for this like for this journey that's one of those moments where you look around you're like wait a minute what am I doing here I'm like, why am I eating tacos with this man's family? Like, how did I get here? <laughs> and I can't stand. Right. And I'm just like, and now my friend's having sex with him in the bathroom and she's engaged and wearing an engagement ring. But at this party of the guy she's sleeping, I'm like, what is going on? A mess. I think when I look back at my 20s, especially like my way early 20s, like 21, like 19, um i just like had no like i was like um i heard rosie o'donnell one time say that she had to realize when she got older that she shows up to arguments with a machine gun in her mouth and other people show up with like a knife and like she never put it together that like her mouth is so treacherous and her words can be so treacherous without her thinking about it or like trying and I was like that when I was younger. Like, I just had no filter. Like, I was just, like, I was truly meant for reality TV because I was in my unfiltered, un, 
uh, a not self-aware era, drunk era. And I just think, like, the stuff that I used to say to my friends when we would fight, like, roommate stuff, I look back on that and I'm like, oh, God, like, I was a treacherous, evil cunt. Yeah, I guess some other things, like, I used to, like, take random drinks off tables and just drink them and, like, continue on with my night. Like, I would just pass a table, grab a grab whatever was on that table, and bring it to the dance floor like it was my own drink. That's very mid-2000s. Yeah, that's probably, like, the grossest thing I've really done. That's really giving 2009. I was giving Tara Reed back then. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, sorry. <clears throat> sorry, this is the stoner episode after all. Um... We didn't have a frontal lobe. That's what I blame everything on. Our mm-hmm. brains weren't developed. We truly at that time could have murdered because we did not have the parts of our brain that are sympathetic or empathetic. And I really just were, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of my relationships, like a lot of my friendships had bumps in the road that were unnecessary that really changed <laughs> things and changed what could have been because of my mouth and my inability to say sorry. I give you a lot of credit for even being able to say that, like, years later. Like, I still know people who can't admit certain things. Yeah. You know? Got that frontal lobe. I, I, my brain grew. It grew all the things in. When my cats are healthy, they're happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when they're unwell. Helping keep tabs on my cat's health is just one reason why I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystal traps odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. For me, I personally love it. I live in a small apartment in New York, and my litter box is kind of in the living room area. With Pretty Litter, I forget it's there. Like, guests come in, and they never comment on it. They actually say, wow, I can't believe that you have two cats. I can't smell anything. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes color to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney disease. I mean, for me... I am obsessed with my cats. They're my babies. I need to make sure they're healthy. I need to make sure they're well taken care of. And Gail actually has a bladder issue that I have to take her to the vet quite a bit. And luckily with Pretty Litter, I know when the right time is. Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small lightweight bag. I never run out of it. And I don't have a huge container of litter taking up space and stinking up the place. Pretty Litter keeps tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash blinds and use code blinds to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash blinds, code blinds to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash blinds, code blinds. Terms and conditions apply. Please see site for details. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. This might be one of my favorite questions ever. It's from Sylvia L. If you were turned into a household item, like in Beauty and the Beast, what household item would you become? <laughs> okay. What would I become? I think that I would become a some sort of music player, like a record player or... Like something that plays music. Like I would love to be an object that is responsible for music. I'm just going to go with my favorite chore, which is vacuuming. I love to vacuum and I think I would be a great one. (laughs) That's very the brave little toaster. This is from Tiffany Brockman. Obviously, we know there are some things we will never truly know the truth about, but if you could pick one pop culture moment or event slash scandal to know the full truth, what would you pick and why? That's a great question. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is, I think this counts, but like, I'm so disgustingly obsessed with the Ryan and Reese divorce. And if I could know, like, the true ins and outs and all the cheating and everything that happened, like, that would really get me going. Yeah, that would be juicy. Especially, like, the real Reese tea. Real Reese and real, like, why does Ava hate Ryan? Or why has she hated Ryan for so long? And what kind of crazy conversations have they had to have about him fucking her friends? Right. Because that is wild. Hey, Dad, can you not fuck my good friends? Thank you. (laughs) It's getting quite old for me. I mean, mine would have to be, as much as it pains me not to say Britney, because, I mean, do I want to know every in and out of that whole situation? Of course. Like, that's, I think, goes without saying. But I'm going to choose the Jackson family because I've been in that for longer. And it's, there's so much that I want to know about the Jacksons. You know what I mean? Like, if I could just know everything. Yeah. I would I love ch- to know. I want to change my answer. Okay. Lou Perlman. I want to know everything. 
Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> and there would be some Jackson crossover there. Mm-hmm. See, like, oh, goosebumps even thinking about it. This is from Erica Boswell. Troy said he would never do an episode on Steven Spielberg. Who else is on that list? People that you low-key fear to do an episode on. Oprah. <laughs> yeah, Oprah for one. It's funny. I get more nervous if we were to do, like, a Trisha Paytas episode. Or, you know, we've talked about doing, like, a Paul Brothers episode. Like, those online people kind of make me a little more nervous than, like, yeah. than, like big names, I guess. I totally understand that, especially because those people use their name being mentioned to, like, further their income. So they, they would drag it out for so long. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the most nervous to do people who are, like, universally beloved. People like, I mean, I know that Steven Spielberg is the example that she gave, but like people who are loved like Steven Spielberg, who are like, if you don't love Steven Spielberg, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think if people knew the details of like Steven Spielberg's background and the weirdness with his kid, like his daughter, like the whole, that whole thing is fucking wild in the casting of his movies i just think that there's a there's a, a sinister energy there that i am just afraid of talking about because he's so beloved and i felt like that about tom hanks too yeah i was like really scared to do that this one's from malls troy and kelly what would your housewives tagline be <laughs> i've known this for a little while you just got into the housewives universe so i'm assuming have you thought about this I have because I know we've gotten this question before and I was at my girlfriend's pool and I heard a woman say this and like it is stuck with me and I'm like that is a perfect housewives tagline <laughs> she said I read the rules but I rarely follow them oh I love that and I was like that's it that's mine <laughs> I love that me and my friends used to I mean we still play this game sometimes when we're drunk to the point of like what would your stance be would you fling a dress would you have a slit you know what i mean like would you turn around and do the arm cross like what would your whole thing be my tagline is <laughs> what was it i've it's been the same for like 10 years uh my body may be hot but my heart is ice cold <laughs> i love it <laughs> And I think I would do some kind of, like, um, old school Real Housewives of Atlanta, like, brush the shoulder off, flip the hair, you know, some kind of carrying on. I love that. <laughs> oh, this is a great question. This is from Katie Fitzsimmons. If you each could pick one celeb that that you wish had an OnlyFans account, who would it be? Um. <laughs> uh Honestly, Rihanna. Oof. God, would she deliver? Because I feel like she'd make it interesting. Because, yeah. like, honestly, I was going to say, like, Britney Snow or something, but I'm like, but Rihanna would be, like, smoking a bowl while doing whatever's happening. <laughs> yeah. She would just post cool shit, too. Mm-hmm. She would post really sexy, like, Fenty lingerie stuff. That would be cool. Um... 
I gotta go with my first love, Reese. Or, I mean, not Reese, Ryan. Troy just came out as straight during the Stoner series. <laughs> Ryan. I would love a Ryan OnlyFans where he just, you know, I don't want to get into what I would hope that would be on it, but a Ryan OnlyFans would be great. This is from Darcy Deer. If Beyond the Blinds had a mascot, what would it be and what cat catchphrase would it have? <laughs> so I have an idea. It's an apple ho- holding like a sign that says we're not all rotted. But, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the back of the apple has a brown spot. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Write that down. Um, I would picture it would have to be, like, it would be boat-themed, like, sailing-themed, like, yachting-themed, you know? Like, something like that. So some kind of little animal, like, like a Captain Lee jacket or something. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be, like, a rat or something. Yeah, like an ant, like a a, a a gross, yeah, like a rat is perfect. Yeah. Like with a cigar and wearing like a yacht outfit. It's fall. Everybody wants a new wardrobe. And listen, I am someone who has trouble buying new clothes. I never know what's going to fit. I never know what I like. I don't know if I like it until I get it from online. Then I found Quince and have really given my closet the upgrade we both desperately needed. I've built out a capsule wardrobe with iconic pieces that could be styled for any occasion. Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever which makes putting together that outfit way easier. Quince has all capsule wardrobe must-haves, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, suede and leather jackets and silk blouses and dresses. Here's the kicker. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. So for me, I actually bought my girlfriend a leather jacket from Quince and she is obsessed with it. She's always wanted that perfect fit for a leather jacket and we ordered it. It came very quickly. It was cheaper than expected and she looks incredible in it. She absolutely loves it. So take the drama out of planning an outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com slash blinds for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That is Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash blinds and get free shipping in 365 day returns. Quince.com slash blinds. This is from Arabella and obviously um, it's more for you, I think. If you could ask Britney Spears one question, what would it be? Oh, one question. Oof. I would ask her. Honestly, I would ask her. Like in her dream scenario, what the future of her career looks like. Mm. Like, what does she want to do? Big picture in her dreams, like. 
I think I would ask her, when did it all change? You know, and she can answer whatever stage of her life she wants, whether it's like, when did it change being like, holy shit, I need a conservatorship or want this or, you know, when did I realize I wanted to get out of it? Or also, when did you realize you were really fucking famous? Kind of like, yeah, kind of whatever she would want that question to be is how I'd want her to answer. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Or like, when did you realize you were like being taken advantage of? Like, did you know when you were like young? Yeah. <laughs> it would just lean into me asking 90 questions. Let's see. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one. This is from Emma. <clears throat> what are your favorite things to watch when you're high as fuck? Oh, I get like on TikTok and my TikTok will have like random, like, an- I get a lot of animal videos. And I always know I'm too high when, like, an animal, like, jumps at the screen and, like, I jump. I'm like, oh, this is too much. But <laughs> Drop your phone on your face. Yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> but, yeah, I would say I'm mostly just, like, TikToks when I'm stoned. Um, or, or, like, Below Deck, like, a summer house, one of the... Jersey Shore is a really fun one to watch stoned. Yes. Early, early, early Jersey Shore. Oof. Um, I I love watching Broad City when I'm stoned. Oh yeah, because I feel like it makes me more stoned, and I I love watching things that I know will eventually, like somebody in the episode will eventually be smoking too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love watching stoners when I'm stoned. Um, I love a YouTube deep dive, like a weird. A weird YouTube deep dive about some random ass fucking topic that is just like what I would never even think to care. Um, I love that. And I like spooky stuff. So I like to watch like disturbing countdowns on YouTube that are like the craziest, like blah, 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 lot, like, you know, cam footage or whatever, things like that, like spooky stuff. You know, I'm a spooky girl. This is a question from Sarah, and I'm answering it selfishly. Kelly, I need to know all about your cats. Please introduce them. So I have two cats. Go off, go off this. Their names are Jolene and Gail. Gail, one of her eyes goes the wrong way, and Jolene's just like the sweetest little baby. Um, I don't know. They're very friendly. They're nice cats, which I like. Like, people who don't like cats will meet my cats and be like, okay, not all cats are bad. And I think that that's like a good sign. I agree. They are very, very, very chill. They're very nice. Extremely friendly. Mm-hmm. Bunny is asking this. Which celebrities did you once hate slash not get, but now either love or understand? Okay. Honestly, mine would be Jonas Brothers. I always thought they were super overrated. And again, I've been their biggest fan for about a month now. <laughs> <laughs> you're starting up jonas brothers wordpress today yeah, my tumblr is gonna be so popular <laughs> um i'm trying to think of one that was like more monumental in my life than lana because i'm like going to a lana del Rey. i'm going to my first lana concert in texas like i've gone the complete other end of the spectrum and she's like my favorite artist now but Somebody that I hated. You know, I came to terms with Jennifer Aniston. And this podcast really helped with that. Because I would almost say that my hatred of her became as annoying as how I feel people are with her. Like, it became too much a part of my personality that I didn't like her. It was, like, very cringe. And 
it's as cringe as people who unabashedly love her for like no real reason they just do so yeah i've come to terms with the fact that she's just not that big of a deal and that i should learn to let go and that she's just like a, a chill boring stoner it's like you can't i mean you can't really ask for more than that <laughs> oh my god okay this is from lucy harcourt you have 24 hours to hang with Alexa Chung, Nicole Richie, and Mary Kay Olsen. What are you getting into? All I want to do is sit with Mary Kate and ask all the Heath Ledger questions. Like Alexa and Nicole can hang out and we can all smoke, we can all chill, but like my focus is on Mary Kate. I am laser focused. <laughs> <laughs> eye contact will not be broken no she tries to look away i grab her cheeks and like turn her head back <laughs> i'm a little overwhelmed by that question i think as a homosexual the obvious thing that i would want to do first is go through their closets a night of going through each closet would be wild i would like to start with alexa's i'd like to lead into nicole's but I'm ending at Mary Kate's closet. I think we're ending at Mary Kate's house, to be honest. And I just think that we would like, I would ask them all the things. Like we would sit around and talk shit about everybody. I would just want to talk shit with them because Alexa is so funny. Nicole is obviously so funny. And Mary Kate Loki seems like really chill and fun. And she was always a fun, funny girl. So we would talk shit, eat edamame, and go through their clothes. It would just be all about fashion. I saw a lot of people asking um, what reality show we'd want to be cast on. And I think I've always said the real world. But at this point, I think I'd want to be on um, like early Vanderpump. Mm, okay. Like, I want to be in, like, Tequila Katie years, because I love Katie Maloney, and I always have. And I feel like her and I would be real good buddies. And she's really having her moment, her glow-up moment. Finally! I've always gotten so much shit for loving her. And I'm like, I will stand by this till the end of time, and I'm glad <laughs> that I never moved. <laughs> um, I would have to choose old Roni. Mm -hmm. I would have to choose old Roni. Just the thought of being on an old Roni trip, like a girl's trip, Turks and Caicos, like, it would just be, or them in, like, Morocco. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't even imagine anything more fun than being on old Roni. This is from Sophie. What celebrity do you think is most similar to their public persona, and which is the most dissimilar? I think most similar is like Kelly Clarkson or Drew Barrymore. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Took me a minute. Yep. And then dissimilar. I know who people want me to say, but I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> well, you're damned if you say it and you're damned if you don't. <laughs> most dissimilar obviously like ellen or like james corden yeah or yeah i would say probably james corden to be honest because that motherfucker had me fooled for a while 
Yeah, and he gives like, I'm so nice. Aren't I so nice and charming and funny? Um, I guess most similar, I would have to go with, ironically, well, no, maybe not most similar for her. I was going to say Jennifer, but it's not. You know, I'm going to say that people assume, like, what people assume about Jennifer Lopez is her blind items. Okay, yeah. Like, when we did her episode, the whole thing was just, like, about her being a diva, not being nice to fans, being fame-hungry. Um, that's how people view her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, nothing in that episode was really, like, shocking for anyone. I would say dissimilar would have to be someone like a George Clooney. I mean, his blind items are just not giving People Magazine's Hottest Man of 1999 it's not the same whatsoever. His blind items are very different from who he claims to be. That's a really good one. This question's from Lizzie. One celebrity is telling their entire story as a documentary. Who is it? It can be someone dead, but it's someone you would love to know every single detail about. Let's do one dead, one alive. Oh, okay. Um, For alive, I have to have Taylor Swift. I don't care. I know that's basic. And then... For dead, honestly, like, it would kind of be a toss-up, I think, between Princess Diana and Elizabeth Taylor. Oof. Oh, my God. Elizabeth Taylor would be crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to go basic then for my alive for Britney. And then dead, it would be a toss-up between Michael and... um. Someone like a, like an old Hollywood star, like a Shirley Temple or like a Judy Garland, someone like that. Like Judy Garland, I think would just be absolutely insane. That would be incredible. That's a good one. Yeah. Ooh, I love this. Oh my God. This is from my friend Marcy. She said, for both of you, what's the perfect movie to watch during the end of summer and entering fall? Love that. The thing is, like, I'm not a huge movie person. I'm much more like the shows I like. Mm -hmm. What's your fall show? I would say probably Friday Night Lights. Okay. And I think that show is still, like, criminally underrated. It had one bad season during the writer's strike, okay? <laughs> I've never seen Friday Night Lights. Isn't that crazy? You would just love Connie Britton in it. That's what everybody says. And Taylor Kitsch. Yes. People always tell me that I would I should watch it though for Connie, because I do love her. Mm-hmm. Um I love old American horror story for fall. I love watching Coven. Like Coven to me is fall programming. Like I've watched that season of American Horror Story more than any of them, and it's just so it's such a fun thing to lead up to to october like it's the best so mine are all of course like they're gonna be horror movies like i love i think halloween is one of the greatest obviously one of the greatest horror movies but just like fall movies like it's such a fall moment even though it's filmed in california and it's like fake fall but it's still fall um yeah stuff like that but american horror story is my like fall thing 
<laughs> this question. This is from Vanessa. If you could know the whereabouts of a celebrity at all time, who would it be and why? Mine would be Ezra Miller, because I'm terrified of them. You want to know if Ezra's coming to board up in your house? Yeah, I need to make sure I'm never close to them. <laughs> Mine would be... <clears throat> that I want to know where they are all the time. It's so hard to not just keep picking Britney. So that when I'm when I'm sitting here and thinking for a long time, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I would probably choose like one of our like super super closeted people that we've talked about, just so I can know like like when like Joe Jonas. Like where where are you going, Joe? From from when you wake up to when you go to bed, what does your day look like? Because I bet it's much different than what people think. Also, Harry Styles, what are you doing throughout the day, Harry? Where are you going throughout the day? This is another question from Shangeline. Just for fun, which Disney villain do you identify most with, and what would be your own villain origin story? Um, I would say for me, probably like Hades from Hercules, <laughs> like, yeah. like filled with hate, but like a little silly. Yes. A little silly. <laughs> Mine would be probably Scar. Ooh. <laughs> probably Scar. Cause Scar is like filled with hate, but he's like campy. He's clearly <laughs> a homosexual. And he's lazy, too. He's, like, lazy and mean. It's very me. He's like Regina George. He just has, like, the hyenas do everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then he's verbally abusive and they don't do it exactly as he wants. <laughs> um, this is just a nice comment from Casey. For both of us, Troy, I just listened to your Osborne's Dunzo episode with Jamie Luke Scholar. I love him. I love him too. Your sharing impression is phenomenal. You must give Beyond the Blind some more of your impressions. They're hilarious. Kelly, I want to swaddle you. And your Boston accent gives me butterflies. Oh, that's wicked nice. <laughs> thank you, sweetie. Minnie, Minnie, and I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i like this question from cinnamon cinnamon's trying to be messy and i love it mm. would you ever go on Enti's zoom meeting and address him directly i would i follow him i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try and rumble with Enti in his own turf <laughs> um i would do it i would literally go on it and just be like how is it that every single every episode of ours that he's heard he only misses where we credit him like every single time he, the only moments from our episodes that he seems to not get are the ones where we credit him and it's hilarious because every time he mentions it or brings it up you'll see like 50 people in his comments be like i only know about your website because of beyond the blinds or i listen to your podcast because they promote your patreon and but he still for some reason can't grasp that a he's not the only website that we read blind items from and sometimes our episodes don't feature him very often like he's not the only person who writes blind items and i think people wrote them before him 
And B, we're crediting you, girl. Like, what more do you want? It's just so fucking stupid. I'm so over it. Um, I want to selfishly answer, what new horror movies are you excited for this season? Um, I just saw Talk to Me, and I really liked it. It is spooky season, and the horror movies are about to start coming out, and I'm very excited. Talk to Me was so fun. That was such a fun, like, theater experience. I'm actually really excited for the new Exorcist, which I don't really get excited for Exorcism movies, because I just think the Exorcist is, like, they're always just copying the Exorcist. But this one seems really, it seems like it's going to be different, and I'm just really excited for that. Um... I'm trying to think of what upcoming horror movies I'm really excited for. Bear with me. So A24 has some movies that are coming out in 2024 or late 2023. And I'll pretty much see any A24 movie, but especially an A24 horror movie. I think Talk To Me was an A24 movie. Um, That's the thing that gets me the most excited about horror horror movies now is A24 in general. Like, I will go on opening night to an A24 movie. This is from Courtney Bedingfield. Are there any pop culture moments you can recall exactly where you were, who you were with, and your reaction when it happened? Like your pop culture 9-11. I remember where I was when AJ McLean went to rehab and like they canceled the black and blue or like rescheduled. I was um I got a call from my great aunt and she was like, turn on the today's show. And I was like 10 at the time I turned on the Today Show and they were saying like AJ went to rehab and I thought that meant like AJ was in jail. I didn't know what rehab was. Oh God. It was a lot for me. He was like the, or or like the origin of rehab. Yeah. I mean, for sure. He invented rehab because he was so open about it and that was like not common. And then I remember I was in the theaters, um watching like transformers when michael jackson died i got a text mid movie and my i got a text michael jackson died i would yeah i would say michael is the one that i was listening to michael when he died when i found out that he died i was in my friend nina's car we were it was i'll never forget it was we were driving to her parents house and i always hook up my bluetooth to her car like just instinctively and we were listening to Human Nature, and then I found out on my phone that he had died, and I was like, "This is way too fucking weird." Like, I like didn't believe it at first. Um, and I think I would have to say Britney's fifty one fifty is like, oh, just so like I can smell the room. You know, that one really freaked me out and really scared me. And I was just, I remember thinking that she was going to die. But I was with, I was with Katie, actually. And we were at our friend Nina's house. And her parents were spending the summer out of, or like, at like a different, they were like on a summer vacation. So we just like, in college, like lived at their house, like their nice home. Oh my God. Don't think that they probably loved that, but we were just college students living in their house. And we all woke up in the middle of the night and came out from our bed, like from different rooms when like the Larry King of it all was happening. We were all just like, what the fuck is going on? Wow. 
So you know how they said like your pop culture 9-11? <laughs> so when AJ went to rehab, the Backstreet Boys ended up performing in Boston on September 10th, 2001. So September 11th, it was a half day of school, a half day Tuesday. I was in fifth grade and my mom was just like, stay home. Don't open the door. Like you went to a concert. So I was home alone and I was in fifth grade and I turn on the TV and see nine 11. And I'm oh like, my what is God. Uh, that's crazy. And like, I had no idea what was going on. And like, my mom called me and she's like, what are you watching? I'm like, I don't know the news. She's like, put on animal planet. I was like, okay. Are you scared? You probably didn't even know what was going on. I truly. I I remember I thought it was like a commercial for something. And then my mom was like, change the channel because I can see what you're watching, even though she couldn't. It's just what she used to tell me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. I don't, I truly was just like, I don't know what that is. I remembered not think like, I, I knew that it was scary, but I, I will never forget I was in science class. And this girl that like, for I don't even know why we were so, our reaction to her was so mean, but like, she was like a real know-it-all. And like, she was the girl that was always trying to like, raise her hand to get, get attention by the teacher. And I remember when we watched it, she goes, so does this mean that we're at war? And everybody in the class was like, shut the fuck up, girl. No, Miss Drama. This want to make everything a bigger deal than it is. No. Like, we bullied the fuck out of her for even questioning. <laughs> I know nobody asked, but I'm glad we got to tell you where we were when we found out about 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is another one from Shea Butter. It's just a good one. What's your dream vacation no holds barred? Like, money isn't a problem and travel isn't an issue. Um... So my family still owns the farmhouse that my Nana was born in, in Ireland. Cool. And if I could bring like my whole mom's side of the family to that like Irish house and just kind of have like a big celebration, that's what my dream vacation would be. That would be, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. Wait, so you could just go there right now if you wanted to, like you've, does your family have access to the house? Yeah, like people live there, like my second or cousins or something. Um, but I really just want to go to Ireland and like visit. So Skibbereen, if anyone listening from Skibbereen, Ireland has any like ideas, oh how, like I can make it happen. Obviously just me and like someone else, but not a whole family. <laughs> Listen, I think that you should lean in and become an Irish lass. We could do a show there. Yeah. Oh, we're going to, everyone wants us to do a show there. We do want to do shows in other countries. We promise. Yes. And it will happen. It's going to happen. I know. I'm like, you guys have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. um, my no holds barred vacation. I've always wanted to go to Japan. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. Ooh. And I just would want to like have the most wild, like, insane not only like food experience but like fashion experience shopping like i would just want to go absolutely fucking berserk eat a shit ton of things and yeah i would get wasted i would do so much karaoke i would hook up with so many beautiful men <laughs> it would be very fun this question's from louis you guys have talked about some ways that certain celebrities could improve their public image. Who would you volunteer your services to help and what recommendations would you have to improve their situation? And which celebrity would you use your services to sabotage? 
I would sabotage Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. People and how would I do it? It says in what way? What? What'd you say? I'm sorry. People like love him. It's so weird. I know. I don't know if I would just like show everyone the picture that I have of him covered in throw up on someone's couch in Nashville. Give everyone the ick. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, who would I sabotage? Who do I like hate enough that I would sabotage? Empty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I guess it would have to be somebody who's like rotten and evil and 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 Diddy. <laughs> Diddy. God damn it. For all the times that that man has purposely embarrassed people and and shamed people and made people feel like shit about themselves and ruined people's careers and blacklisted and put hits out and done all kinds of alleged things. I would sabotage the fuck out of him because he will never have to deal with any of it. Oh, and then I'd help Demi. I think Demi Lovato could be like so incredible, but the songs that she chooses just are are given suck. Mm -hmm. And I think I would start there (laughs) and then slowly add and then be like, never tweet, never post a story without me seeing it. Okay, Demi? (laughs) (laughs) I think that I would help Megan Fox because she's sitting on a winning ticket and what a mess what she has chosen to do with it. This is from Vero. Childhood celebrity crushes and favorite childhood movies. My first celebrity crush was Brian from the Backstreet Boys. Um, and looking back on it, probably Rachel Lee Cook. I think I had a real big crush on her and like didn't know what it was until much later in life. <laughs> and then favorite childhood movies. I mean, obviously like Lion King, Aladdin, and Hercules. Those are like my big Disney movies. And then um, I loved Johnny Tsunami. I loved that Disney movie the Disney Channel movie, and Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats is so underrated. And it holds up. Like, it's so good. I think it's better now. I agree. Um, My childhood crush was Macaulay Culkin, and that started because of Home Alone. I, I like, literally, as a child, I was like, that is a man. <laughs> like... When I was a little boy, I was like, he is literally a grown-ass man. Like, look at how he handled that house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that really followed me throughout, like, college. Like, I loved Party Monster, Macaulay Culkin. Like, I was in love, because we're not that far apart in age, so I think I was just in love with him my whole life. Mm. Um, Until I wasn't, unfortunately. Um, childhood movies, I loved... Spice World. I used to watch Spice World like every single, probably every day. I think I watched it. Um, I loved Home Alone, obviously. Like I said, I loved Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street. I was a, a spooky little boy as well. Loved Child's Play. I was obsessed with Chucky, like to the point that it was like creepy. This is from Melissa Gunter. It says, this is like sweet. How would you describe y'all's friendship? Describe one another or tell one another something they don't know about themselves. I mean, I think one thing about you, Troy, is like, obviously on the podcast, you're like this 
big like personality like you have the biggest personality and one thing I love is like how actually like it's like you tone it down but you're not like dimming your light like on the podcast again like you're so like full of energy and all this stuff but hang out one-on-one you're so much calmer and you and you also give people room to speak like which is something I've noticed a lot about you like no matter where we are you're willing to like hear people and like let them speak and before like not that you make judgments but do you know what I mean like you just kind of let people have a moment to to talk to you that's so nice that's like the highest compliment to me because I just think it's so like frustrating when you talk to people who like don't care about what you're saying for sure and I'll say this like Troy and I have had some conversations that have had to be tough you know we are co-workers as well and I don't think I always do the best with communicating how I feel but you never like rush me to get there (laughs) that makes sense yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's such a funny way to put it yes i appreciate that yeah um i would say that you are it's so funny because i would say like the opposite like on the podcast you are res- a little reserved you're more much more reserved than i think people would expect you to be in person but like so even keel like you even out my mania you know what i mean <laughs> which is very nice because if we were both insane on one recording it would be absolutely like you ebb my flow if you will like perfectly and the thing that i love about you is that in person like you are the you're the person like moving the energy of whatever's happening like Aww. everybody's hanging out because you got them together you're like jill zarin oh like you connect people People are hanging out because you got everybody together. You keep things, like, going. You keep people... Because, like, you know, energy can drop, but, like, you keep the energy of the room up. And that's, like, a real talent. Well, thank you. It's funny you said, like, the podcast thing, because Shannon, fluently forward, of course, she was like, you're so fucking crazy in person. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I did not know what to expect. And the first time I met you, you were on Adderall, you were wasted, and you were 45 minutes late. And she's like, but I know you're not usually late. But she was like, what just walked into this place? Yeah, like, you're a Tasmanian devil in, like, a fun way. And I think people would expect me to be like that. But I'm, like, kind of, like, chill in person. Like, I'm very reserved. So it's just funny. This one is just a simple one. Taylor wants to know Coke or Pepsi. Mm. Oh, I'm a Pepsi girl. I'll be honest. I'm a Coke girl. Coke is, like, so good, though. Like, I don't know know if I could pick, honestly, because I love them both for different reasons. But, like, Coke really is, like, that girl. But you know, Pepsi's for those who think young. We have to support support brands. <laughs> this is from Scarlet Kate. Troy, do you still drink orange juice with every meal per your Chris Evans episode? And Kelly, do you still cheers to Cory Monteith every birthday? That's so funny. I do, in fact, cheers to Cory Monteith every birthday. I will say at like 32, it's getting a little weird to, to like explain it. <laughs> like this year I had a bunch of new friends who I uh, don't really know me as well as years prior. And I explained it and they were like, wait, the guy from Glee. I'm like, yeah, Cory Monteith, keep up. Like, <laughs> I just tried to make it like as quick as possible. <laughs> like big part of my life. Anyway, 
Cheers. <laughs> Um, I don't drink as much orange juice as I used to. It's not by choice. It's because my body is aging and it is turning on me. And I believe that the acid in orange juice is having some sort of effect. So I can't drink it, but I would drink it with every single meal. And I I do find as many opportunities to drink it as I can. I fucking love orange juice. This is from Julianne Mancuso. What celebrity do you hate for no reason? They're not confirmed, rot, confirmed, rotted, or, or done anything to be canceled. You just don't like them. Mine's Jacob Ellerty. Mm, that is yours. Something about him just really, I'm like, it's like sinister. And I don't know if it's because he reminds me of Army Hammer. <laughs> He's great purses, though. <laughs> don't be honest. As a homosexual, he's great bags. Um, mine is Mario Lopez. I literally, the way that I hate him is, like, it makes me look bad. (laughs) It's, like, it's really dark. I just think that he is such a fake, disingenuous person, and he's so annoying, and he's always looking, he's always looking for reasons to show his abs, but he tries to act coy, like he doesn't want to, and it makes me, it gives me the ick. This is a good question. It's from Victoria. What is the criteria for a Patreon-only episode? Honestly, it's just like whoever's kind of worse. That's it. It's and also it's... sometimes like teen moms, we do not want them to know we have a podcast episode. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, sometimes it is because we just wanted to. Literally, we're just scared. <laughs> but usually, it's be, it's whatever one is worse or seems like it would be um, more intense. Oh, Stephanie Lee. What's your favorite show that was canceled after one season? Oh, I love this question. So I have two. The first one, it's a show called Reunion. It never had even a season finale episode. But it was about a group of friends, and they were super close all in high school, begin to college, and one of them gets murdered, and it's someone in the friend group. And, like, Sean Farris was in it. David Annabelle was in it. Like, Will Estes, like, big names at the time, like, early 2000s. Um, but never got an ending to that. And then the society on Netflix. Did you ever watch that? No, I never did. You would you would like it, I think. It's almost like Lord of the Flies, but the way they end the first season with such a twist, and then like never came back. The shows that I feel like I've loved the most in my life are the shows that had one season, to be honest with you. Like I mean, I'm just gonna start with my so-called life. Have you ever seen my so-called life? Yes. Now, I know that we're staying away from Jordan, from Jared Leto, but there's also, we have to separate Jordan Catalano. We ha- we simply have to, for our own mental health. So, my so-called life, for sure, Freaks and Geeks, I mean, the amount of times that I've watched Freaks and Geeks, I can't even count. It gets more brilliant every time I watch it. It's probably in my top three favorite shows of all time. Um, jumping to reality, Gallery Girls. You? need to watch gallery girls can i tell you why yeah so bravo doesn't really do this anymore but they used to do this thing where when a show like a network show was on tv and it was doing really well bravo would make a reality version of the show oh like new york prep and stuff yes like new york prepping gossip girl it's like very obvious that it's the same show right or like how real housewives of orange county really was supposed to be because of the the oc yeah you know um 
there was a show called Gallery Girls that came out at the beginning of Girls. Oh, okay. And it's like a 2010s Tumblr girl reality show about these girls living in New York City who work in the art world in some way. Like, they're like work at an uh, with an art dealer or they work at a gallery and just like walk around and do sell shit like like Charlotte did, like explaining art. And it's just, it's a, it's like Tumblr hipster. It's, it's, it's the vibe of girls. And it is absolutely a show that you would enjoy. It's got a cult following and I I can't even, I'm just going to put it out there and just, I can't wait for you to see it because you have to watch it. So this is from Shelby. It's our final question. And it's, what's your most streamed song at the moment? Well, let me take a look. Mine is I Believe by Jonas Brothers, followed by Uproar by Lil Wayne. You really have become a Jonas girl. Listen, no one's a bigger fan than me, Troy. Okay, so I've been listening to a lot of Tegan and Sarah. So mine is Tegan and Sarah. I've been listening to them a lot. I've been listening to the song Boyfriend a lot. Like, it's just come back into my life recently. So that's like my number one most re-listened to song recently. Nice. I've also been giving Katy Perry more grace. That's good. I think she needs it. I think that she deserves it. And I just like rediscovered the Witness album. And like what an unfair treated album. Like people are so stupid. Like that's a <laughs> great album. That's funny. Well, guys, that was that was a time. Thank you so much for asking so many awesome, 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 Jesus, what's going on in here? I don't know. Hands up in the air. <laughs> Thanks for asking so many awesome questions. Thank you guys so much. That was, that was honestly, we got so many questions or responses that I feel like we got to save some of these. You know what I mean? For like a, another stoner episode, because there were so many good questions, but yeah, thank you. We love doing these. By the end of them, neither of us can host a show anymore. Yeah. So it's like best to end. So we hope you all have a great night. We love you very much. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.